Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Joe Biden came out today and spoke for 10 minutes to the nation about all the balloons that the U.S. shot down. It was only 10 minutes? Yeah. Because I turned on the TV like an hour after he spoke, and they were still doing coverage. And yes. I thought, oh, did he speak for an hour? No. It was it was obsessive coverage because they're filling time. <laughs> and uh, he's the president. <laughs> we're woke, and the president gets our yeah. attention on anything he has to say. He didn't seem to know uh, who the... Uh, Three balloons belong to the three that were shot after the Chinese balloon made it across the country. Yeah, last weekend, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they shot down objects in the sky, which we believe, from what we're understanding, were some type of balloons, but they were not Chinese surveillance balloons. So, so what were they? Yeah, we wondered, when is somebody going to say, hey, I'm missing a balloon? Because <laughs> somebody launched these, right? They own them. Yeah, and right. Most of these balloons have some kind of transmitter because you send up a balloon, you want to track it, or you want to get information. If it's a weather balloon, you want to get all the temperature and wind readings, whatever you're looking for. Well, we have now uh, information that the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, we're not making this up, is reporting that one of its balloons was missing in action around the same location and at the same time that one of our Air Force jets uh, blew up one of the unidentified objects. It's a $380,000 Sidewinder missile. Uh, the balloon itself uh, may go for 12 bucks. It This is a hobby group that launches balloons and then tracks it using ham radio. I don't know exactly how it works, but fortunately... We have Tom Medlin on. He is a ham radio operator. Uh, he is host of the Amateur Radio Roundtable podcast, and uh, he's quoted in the news story, so we'll see what his connections are to this uh, 
this balloon brigade and what he knows about it. Tom, how are you? Hey, doing fine, man. Thanks for having us. Uh, so what's your connection to the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade? Well, I know several uh, of them up there. Uh, we've worked with them, and uh, it's a great group. Uh, a few adults and uh, a lot of youth, uh, ages from 12 and up. They actually built this thing. And, and uh, right. yeah, 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 describe what this is. All right. Well, we've been flying for, for a number of years what we call Pico balloons. It's a, it's a small balloon. It's about 30 diameter, uh, $12 or so. And, um, you know, a lot of science goes into it as far as measuring uh, to the tenth of a gram, the amount of gas we put in, the weight of the payload and so forth. The payload itself is a, is about the size of a postage stamp. Uh, it, uh, we build them, and uh, it's got a little Arduino on it. It's got a GPS on it. It's got a little bitty teeny-weeny transmitter on it. The transmitter uh, actually runs less power than your garage door opener. But ham radio has something called Whisperer. Uh, it's a weak signal propagation reporter. And we can actually get data from this little 10-milliwatt transmitter upwards to 8,000 miles away. And the, the data so is we, just where the, the location it, yeah. or what's the data you're collecting besides the location? Well, uh, typically what we collect here, and I've got three balloons up right now, and uh, uh, typically uh, every 10 minutes, during, and they're solar-powered only, uh, every 10 minutes in the sun, we'll get a transmission that will plot on a Google map, and it'll show the path, it'll show the altitude, it'll show the speed, it might show the battery voltage. Uh, and, and, and that's about it, really. So this is a hobby to fly. Yeah. You said this is like a 30 inch balloon. Like yeah, 30, 30, uh, 32 inch balloon when it's expanded, you know, all the way. Mm -hmm. And this would show up Very on small. a radar. Are you talking about two and well, a half foot balloon? Well, yeah, you know, they've opened the aperture on the, the uh, radar now, so they, they can see a bird out there now. But this particular balloon was a silver-coated. You know, you see these party balloons, some of them are silver in color. Yeah. This was silver in color, so it probably had much more re reflection than, say, the balloons that I'm flying. The balloons I'm flying are clear. Uh, you know, my, last, my, my balloon's been up 250 days now. All right, so this balloon... The last mm -hmm. time the last time it sent a signal was the day before the missile yeah. shot a balloon down, and it was generally in the same territory there. Yeah, and on our maps, and and we uh, we have a prediction that that uh, Noah gives us that we can actually see where the where this balloon is going to go, and it plots it in little dots, just like a hurricane map, you know, a hurricane track, and it shows us where it's going to go. And probably what happened was it got it got late at night, it quit transmitting, but it still continues to travel, you know, until the sun comes up the next day. So the reported location where this was shot down matches, uh, I would say, perfectly with the with the uh, position of the tracker where it should be. Um, and, you know, plus the tracker quit talking after that. We don't hear from it anymore. Yeah, now there's, sad, a, I guess. there's an article that says you can get this exact balloon for $13.33. Does that sound right? Yeah, that's about 12 bucks. Yeah, okay. These are, uh, these are Mylar or Latex? <clears throat> well, it's, it's not either, uh, actually. Uh, we used to fly the Mylar balloons, but they this very well. Uh, I, I, I don't know what this material is exactly, but uh, it's a much better material, and... Uh, 
we uh, we, we typically fly with hydrogen. That gives us about 2,000 more feet. We can fly at around 50,000, 52,000, I think. Wow. Now, so it's possible that our Air Force fired a $400,000 missile at a $12 hobby balloon. Well, that's probably what happened. <laughs> now, the fact is, they just didn't know. They didn't know what it was, and but then they shot at it. And You know, the thing that concerns me over Wisconsin, they fired two sidewinders, uh-huh. and they said the first one missed. The first one missed, but they don't know where it went. Now, that's concerning to me. <laughs> Well, they said it went in the lake, Lake Huron. That's oh, what they're did saying. They? Oh, yeah, okay. they did. Okay. One over Michigan, but but cool. I, w- I want to go for. A uh, swim. You mentioned that you mentioned that they did what they did. Apparently, was they changed the filter, so they're now they're picking up objects like your pico balloons. But they said that this might interfere with uh, aviation and flights up there. I, that couldn't be, could it? No, not really. We fly under, of course, we're licensed, and we're ham radio has been licensed all these many years to experiment and develop new systems like this. Plus, we're flying under uh, an FAA regulation called FAA 101. We're FAA 101 exempt, and there's a couple criteria that we have to follow, and if we follow that, we don't have to report a a flight plan or anything. And the criteria is uh, on FAA 101, you can fly up to two six-pound payloads without filing any type of paperwork or, or request. Uh, you have the, the little string that holds the tractor below. It has to break uh, 50, 50 pounds or less. So, you know, and you don't launch it right at the end of the runway of an airport. So, you know, there's a few restrictions like that. But if you follow those, you, you can launch these things just about anywhere. The last known altitude of this balloon uh-huh. uh, is reported to be 37,928 feet. That sound about right? Yeah. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably right. Uh, mine are flying around 47,000 right now, so, but it's probably lost a little bit of helium or, yeah. or uh, hydrogen, whatever they put in it. So it's come down a little bit. Right. Also, atmospheric pressure will change the altitude of these balloons. Now, there, there were no, we're limited. no spy cameras on this balloon, right? No, no. Hey, this whole tracker, the whole tracker with solar panels and everything weighs 7.8 grams. That's the weight of a nickel. <laughs> that's how big it is. That's how, that's how big it is. Sounds dangerous to me. This is so seven point eight grand. So we can't. It won't lift the camera. It won't even lift a little camera. Right. Know, so, yeah. Can you believe it? I mean, well, wait, wait, did it occur to you at the time when they announced the Air Force was shooting down these balloons that one of them could belong yeah. to this group that you are connected with? Well, yeah, and of course, I've got balloons up too right now. I've got one off of, uh, hey, off the coast of California out there right now that uh, it should hit California in the next 48 hours. So I'm waiting to see if it's going to get shot down. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do know, I do know this. You know, the government keeps saying they don't know what these were or anything, but I do know that the Wisconsin Club did talk with the FBI two days ago. And they did collect the information, so they know the balloons are up there. Okay. I just don't know if the information what? is getting back to, to the military. But it, What it, happens with the balloons? Do they just keep floating till eventually they just uh, sink and hit, hit ground and you guys just uh, move on? Yeah, yeah. Most, most of them will fall in the ocean or maybe the Sahara Desert or somewhere like that. So you just do it uh, to do it. It's not good yeah. for the sea life. You, ju- you do it just for the fun yeah. of tracking it and see what happens. Well, you know, right. as mentioned, mine mine has been in that 250 days. Also, NOAA, let me tell you, NOAA also takes our data. And they take our data 
on our flights to try to help improve their uh, prediction models of, of storms and hurricanes and things like that. So we're tied in with NOAA as far as working with them uh, to do that. And, you know, there's a lot of experimentation and we design stuff and we build stuff. You got to make these little, you got to make these little parts work at minus 40 degrees Celsius. That's pretty cold up there. Yeah. You know, no, it sounds like... uh, there's not a, a battery, a battery won't work up there. Well, they keep talking about looking for the remains, but if a Sidewinder missile hits a 32 inch helium balloon, there aren't going to be any remains, right? It's. Well... Just going to explode uh, until yeah. it disintegrates. Well, again, again, the tracker here is the size of a postage stamp. Right. And uh, uh, I doubt they're going to find it. We we almost never find one when it goes down. I mean. Um, well, all right. Thanks for being our guest. We appreciate it talking yeah, to you. Yeah. Really, thank you for your time. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Uh, Tom Medlin. He's a ham radio operator. Amateur radio roundtable. Pico balloon enthusiast. Yeah, he's got the amateur radio roundtable podcast, and he is familiar with uh, the group that uh, sent up this balloon, the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. And uh, yeah, we interviewed him because it's very possible that one of their balloons is the one of the ones shot down by Biden's F 22 <laughs> off of Alaska last weekend. <laughs> Strange. All right, more coming up. Oh, another keyword. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio Live another 100 years and not come across a story more absurd than this. Coming up after 3.30, well, we hope it really means it is a new era. John got rid of the council member for his district in Los Angeles City government, Mike Bonin, Bonehead. Uh, his replacement, Tracy Park, is leading the way, and she did get the council to vote just today yesterday, uh, to uh, impose an anti-camping law in certain places in her council district. We'll talk about it after the news at 3.30. From the world of technology, and you just... Well, we, we have an announcement today that uh, Tesla has launched a recall to repair defects to their full self-driving software. Uh, people refer to this as FSD, full self-driving uh, apparently, is they have to fix a repair code that did cause some of the Teslas to run yellow lights, yellow lights, disobey speed limits, and travel straight ahead from turn-only lanes. Mm. That does sound a little bit risky, doesn't it? <laughs> well, although there are people that drive like that, I see them every day, right? Running well, yellow lights well, and disobeying although, speed limits and traveling straight ahead from turn-only lanes. I've the, seen that all the time. Those people need to be recalled too. There's always a guy that wants to cut the line. It's like a right-turn-only lane, but he uses it to try to uh, get ahead of everybody and get back into the uh, traffic lanes. Yeah, I do that. See, the, I said there's always somebody. You do that, like, all the time? Oh, I want to punch guys like you. <laughs> Why is your time more important than mine? Because it's my time. I don't care about your time. It doesn't matter. I got my time. My time is more important Wait to me. your turn. <laughs> Actually, I screw up a lot. What do you mean? Well, I see there's an open lane. I take it, and it doesn't occur to me the reason it's open is it's a right-hand lane only. And well, then, that one I, I kind of understand because I've done that too. And but then, people, there, there are people that drive the same road every day, uh -huh. and they know what they're doing. They're using the right-turn-only lane to, to, to pass up traffic, and then they squeeze back in. And I have done that too. I, I, I have just committed a blatantly selfish act. You cover all of the possibilities. Because my time is worth more than your time to me. 363,000 Tesla cars, the S, the X, the 3, and the Y, will be uh, uh, subject to the recall. Um, 
uh, recalled models make up about 12%. That they've sold 3 million Teslas to no, date. It's, it's, not really, it's not really a recall. You don't take the Tesla into the Tesla repair shop. They fix it by sending software. Oh, you're right. Delivered by over-the-air software. Yeah. Oh. And but so, I guess for, until you get that, you shouldn't put it in self-drive mode I, because I, it might full self-drive mode. Like, I don't know a whole lot about Teslas. Uh, I guess, uh, it's probably internet capable. So you would get it through the internet? Yes. Uh, they, they do come. Oh, periodically it, it pounces up on the screen. Software update tonight will be installed. Oh, oh I yeah. see. You're driving a computer when you drive a Tesla. Right. It's a bit overwhelming. I don't have a Tesla, but I know folks that do, and it's like it's a bit overwhelming. Is it always receiving a signal? Or uh... yes, I think it is. Yes. Oh, so you don't have to go and turn it on to get the update. It'll just happen while you're sleeping. That's correct. Right. It's just it gives you a message on your screen. See, that it's going to happen tonight. What I read some months. And the next morning, it gives you a summary of what they did with the software update. The New York Times, you know, because they're always trying to go after Elon Musk, did what they thought was an expose: how Elon Musk sends. Uh, secret code updates to all the Tesla drivers uh, to do things like self-drive right? without clearing it with the federal government. So the federal government never knows what the latest update is going to bring to a Tesla car. And that's how he's installed these self-driving mechanisms. Oh, I see. Or, or, or driver assist. Right. Uh, and... <laughs> So he waits to see what happens. It's it's the old thing about you get forgiveness rather than permission. He never asks permission from the government. They never do any testing. He just sends the new program software to people, and uh, they're supposed to figure it out the next day if they want to. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, so part of this is just that... As we've, we've talked about this before, the idea that cars are going to be completely self-driving... Probably isn't with us just yet, to the point where you think you can sit in the back seat and just take a nap. Did you uh, see the uh, the part about all the YouTube videos? Yeah, people have been circulating videos of uh, Teslas in supposedly uh, full uh, drive <laughs> mode. Crossing double yellow lines head-on into oncoming traffic, mistaking railroad tracks for roads, aiming cars at the pedestrians. That's I nice. didn't know. Apparently somebody took a Super Bowl commercial. Where the Tesla runs over child dummies? Yeah, that just ran in in certain markets. I oh, didn't I see it here say. in L.A. Yeah, I wonder what the point of that was. But, this is somebody, some guy. Oh, it's called the Dawn Project. They're the ones that sponsored the ad. I just pulled it up on the screen here to see what it looked like. Yeah, whoever it was spent six hundred thousand dollars and ran it in certain regions around the country. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you should see this. It's pretty funny. Did you click the link? Oh, you don't have the actual story. Yeah. Well, I no, I got well, I've got the LA. Oh, here. Yeah, yeah, I do. The Tesla, the ignore, do not enter signs. They drive on the wrong side of the road. This is Tesla's full self-driving mode, and they have these child dummies in the road. Like one just jumps out in front of the car, just runs it right over. And they, sh the sh they show the little child dummies getting run over? No, oh, they do, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so sad. This one actually had a soccer ball in his hands. Yeah. A little, <laughs> a little kid in a hoodie. Yeah. He just got mowed over. Yeah, I'm watching it now. Oh, oh, look at that. Yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> I guess they're trying to make a point about that. I don't know what the oh. Dawn Project is. Let me just see what this is. I've never heard of them. Have you? No. They're the ones no, that bought actually, the shade, but you're right. Probably sure. ran oh, here's another market. little child dummy. Uh-oh, he's skateboarding right across it. Oh, oh, his head came off. 
Oh, that child's head came off. The Dawn methodology secures our <laughs> nuclear forces, military aircraft and missiles, top secret encryption devices, what? communication equipment. That can't be that, them. That t- that's tough to watch, to watch during the Super Bowl if you have a child in the room. Oh, here it is. The Dawn Project on Twitter. Uh, making computers safer for humanity. The first danger we're, t- we're tackling is Elon Musk's reckless deployment of unsafe cars. Oh, there it is. That's who's behind this. Yeah, but a little kid isn't going to realize that's a dummy. Uh, oh, but, if he sees the commercial? The, 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 state, the skateboarder's head went flying off. Detached. <laughs> this little white head was rolling down the road. Oh, I thought that was a soccer ball. That was his head? That was his head. <laughs> All right. More coming up, including a big move of the L.A. City Council on the west side to clean up the homeless encampments. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere the iHeartRadio app. You can reach the Moist Line using the iHeartRadio app. The microphone icon there is a way to connect directly with the Moist Line to leave a message for tomorrow's play at 320 and 350. We'll have the Moist Line callers here to tell you what uh, they want to chime in about this week you can also call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86 1-877-664-7886 well we continue to follow the saga of the homeless in the city of los angeles and of course john's own council district council district 11 had a big sea change in the last election when boneheaded mike bonin decided not to run again and the man that he tapped to replace him Aaron darling lost to a woman by the name of Tracy Park, an attorney who's appeared on our show on numerous occasions to talk about how this is a key issue for her and she understands that people want action when it comes to doing something about homeless encampments on the west side in Venice. She's a sane person. She's a normal person. And she has the same reaction to the homelessness that we all do. Right. So they apparently have this ordinance, 41.18. We talked about this when they voted on this a year or two back. Basically, what you can do as a council member, you come to the whole council and you say, all right, I got these areas where I want to do some homeless encampment cleanups. Yeah, I know. I have to have a place for them to go. All right, I've lined it all up. Let's vote on it so I can begin to clean out these encampments in my district. So what happened this week is they voted to let her go ahead to enforce the anti-camping law. Particularly, this is banning sitting, sleeping, or storing property within 500 feet of schools, daycare centers, parks, recreation centers. Boy, that's really radical, isn't it? I know. You you can't have a homeless encampment within 500 feet of a school. Oh, the inhumanity. She says, we have arranged for the beds for those who will be impacted by the law. And the council did vote to let her go ahead. Of course... Now that Bonin's gone, it's the usual suspects that vote no. And I shouldn't say usual because several of these council members are new. These are Hugo new Soto Martinez, yep. Nithya Raman, Marquise Harris Dawson, and uh, daughter of Yaroslavsky voted no, Katie Yaroslavsky. Yeah, well, you knew she was bad news just with that last name because her, her, her father was an idiot. Nithya right. Raman is a socialist, Hugo Soto Martinez is a socialist. I don't remember if uh, Marquise Harris Dawson is a member of that group, but he votes like He's, it. He's not that I know of, but he votes like it. Uh, yeah. The one that didn't, I think, is a bit of a socialist, Eunice Hernandez. She Apparently she didn't. Well, it was nine to four. I'm not sure if she voted yes or well, didn't vote at all. Yeah, it looks like two didn't vote. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. So, so um, but yeah, what's interesting is this story from City News Service, which was printed in the Los Angeles Daily News, has a great headline. L.A. leaders end 
Mike Bonin's embrace of encampments on the West Side. It's yeah, a nice headline. That's a great way to frame it because that that's what it was. He refused to enforce that ordinance on the West Side. That's why he was forced out of office. Yeah, because he did so much damage to the quality of life on the West Side. And finally, as left wing as the West Side is, they they <laughs> they, they they nearly had him recalled, forced him basically to quit. And then Rick Caruso carried all these districts. That's how how pissed off and fed up people on the West Side were. You know what? what, So that's three big wins because she cleared the homeless out of the public spaces near the bridge housing in Venice. And she cleared the homeless out of uh, the Culver Boulevard Boulevard. in Del Rey. Right, right. on, On the median there. She's going after the Bologna wetlands. In fact, she says she's going to apply this. Well, she's going to want to she's going to seek to expand the ordinance to apply it to high risk fire areas, canyons and hillsides and environmentally sensitive habitat areas such as the Bologna wetlands. Oh, so every time I drive by there, I can't believe it's what's there. Heartbreaking. And you know what? I don't even get out of the car to look because that would be too depressing. I would suffer eco grief. <laughs> if I had to, I would be like that woman, Astra Lincoln, because it really would I, keep know, me up at night if I saw what those people were dumping in the wetlands there. No, that's true, actually. Yeah, I, see, I, you and I, now we have a little understanding of eco-grief. I, yes, right. I, I I can now empathize. I was I was having bouts of eco-grief seeing what was happening with the Bologna wetlands. Yeah, I because there was, was all so sorts much... of birds in there and all sorts of pretty wildlife, and it's right. being soiled and by their dirty diapers and their uh, drugs and needles and it's so disgusting it is so wrong and this is where we found out the 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 uh the environment comes second to drug addicts and mental patients it looks like all these progressives have a hierarchy too like we found out yesterday apparently uh, the trees come ahead of poor disabled people who can't get through the sidewalks of la okay so we've got so the the homeless people are above the environment, yes, and and the environment. But the disabled people are not above the environment. No, the environment's the above the disabled. So the disabled are is like at the bottom of the list with these Sad. progressives. I, I thought know. normally that's supposed to be most sympathetic for people who have disabilities. But on top of it, on top of all of it, it's people who defecate in the street. Yes, they uh, they're they, the anointed. They also voted uh, on ending or rather cleaning up encampments in the North Hollywood area. That's Council President Paul Krikorian. He claims that there is capacity to accommodate anyone who might be impacted when the encampments are closed down in those areas. So they voted on two, and apparently they voted nine to four. Oh, by the way, this this Katie Yaroslavsky, Zev's daughter, you know what she's saying? I just need more information. I, I want more <laughs> studies done. Katie, get in your car and drive around. She actually used the expression, a coordinated engagement strategy. Oh, That's Jesus. what we need. Oh, see, it's genetic. Yeah, I know. He it's, was often just a... a, 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 a you, you, you get this... this, this. Blathering idiot. Uh, She's going to be a lost cause. Probably so. If you can't, I didn't know anything about her until she won. If it, if it isn't obvious what you want to do, then I, they're, they're, you're hopeless. Right. But don't expect this to happen tomorrow because, you know, they go out there with engagement teams and they talk to people and they tell them that. But eventually. What's the key phrase here, though, the chief? Tracy said, we will not do enforcement until every individual living on the street has the opportunity to come inside. 
But that implies is like once we have a bed for you and we ask and you refuse, eventually enforcement's coming. There's a listener, you know, the one on Culver Boulevard in the Delray neighborhood where yeah. we were told, I guess Tracy Park told us, there's one guy left. Woman sent the photo. She says she lives nearby. His name is Howard. And he's the one guy left on Culver Boulevard. Here's where he lives. It is quite a tent he set up. It almost looks like a circus tent with bicycles out in front. So that's what Tracy Park said, that we're not going to use enforcement until we've talked yeah. to everybody. I don't know whether this guy's still there, but he was as of two days ago. Howard, it's not going to last forever. <laughs> Howard. We're coming <laughs> to get you, Howard. Howard won't leave. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, we love to hear from you. That's the voice line. Uh, it's coming tomorrow, so your last heads up to get your calls in for this week. one eight seven seven moist 86 one 664 Well, we end with a couple of weirdos. <clears throat> if you um, know this is a radio show, so it's pretty tough to, but you can go apparently to our Instagram account. And take a look at this mugshot. We love mugshots from time to time. I'm going to do that here. I scrolled down when I saw the lead in this story. I said, what is this person going to look like? Arkansas intersexual woman arrested for making bomb threat against College Town. Lily (laughs) Mestamacher, who is intersexual and identifies as a woman. Now, when you look at the mugshot, prepare yourself um, for this. Uh, I think this is a person on drugs because the, the... Apparently, he's got uh, the face. Uh, his face has got all sorts of acne problems and some type of rash or something on it. But his hair is wild. And then there's a big beard and a mustache. But apparently, uh, interse- they identify as Lily. Intersex is when you have male and female genitals, right? Yeah, I believe so. It's hard to, it's hard to keep track. Uh, I'll have to look that up because I, I never remember the... The rules? I, I, I don't remember the... Uh, A general term for a variety of situations, a person is born with reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't fit the boxes of female or male. Sometimes doctors do surgery on intersex babies and children to make their bodies fit binary ideas of male or female. Fit binary ideas? Yes, binary. That's right. That's that narrow world you live in, John. It's either got to be this or that. It sound (laughs) oppressive. Wow. Uh, To fit binary ideas. What, so I where, guess where Lily had it? a bad day, but Lily's smiling in the picture, looking kind of happy, looking really wild on drugs. Where was uh, that? If you have uh, a chance to see that, it's quite a quite a mugshot. Yeah, yes. that's uh, that's right. Where is that definition from? Because I know all the dictionaries have gone ultra woke on this. Stuff. Oh, well, let's see. Well, it came out of Google, so I don't. Oh, know Google. If, uh, oh, okay, oh okay. it's Planned Parenthood. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. That's that's yeah. woke land. Individuals born with any several sex characteristics, including chromosome patterns, gonads, or genitals, that according to the Office of United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, do not fit typical binary notions of male and female see. bodies. All right. All right. But if you have a chance to see it, that's pretty well. The other wild story comes to us from Ireland. This doesn't happen often. People are killed by animals probably every day, but it would likely be something like a mountain lion or uh, a chicken killed the guy in... Uh, in, in Ireland, he was mauled by a vicious chicken. How does that happen? Chickens are not that big. Is this a really large chicken? Jasper Kraus was killed by a Brahma chicken. According to a recent inquest, he was actually killed last year, but they have put out the official word. He was found dead lying in a pool of blood. And I guess they had to do an investigation. 
did. His daughter said that he was asleep when she dropped by that day. She didn't want to wake him because he was in ill health and upset that his dog had died. Alerted about the bloodbath later, she rushed back to his home where she saw a paramedic performing CPR as he was lying well, in a pool of blood. A, he, a, trail of, a trail led to the chicken house. He lost, saw uh, one of the birds with blood on its claws, suspected he, it was the same one that had been sent to live on the farm after earlier it attacked the granddaughter of the man. He lost several liters of blood. The bird drove its spur into his leg, which caused a heart attack. I guess the rooster hit an artery in his oh. leg. Oh, okay. And uh, he was bleeding. He was found in a pool of blood. And this is according to the Daily Mail story. He was able to whisper the word rooster as he drifted in and out of consciousness. Oh. He was able to identify his attacker. Rooster. He said that before he died? He said, according to the Daily Mail, yes. He was able to whisper rooster as he drifted out of consciousness. So this wasn't like a rooster that's in a cockfight or something. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, that, that's a nasty animal, though. I... Yeah, I guess circumstances could be that a series of events occurs when even a small animal attacks you, that it could take your life. It could just get that wild. What, what is its spur? Is uh, 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 that the claw? or It drove its spur into the leg. Hmm. Oh. I mean, unless it was equipped for a cockfight. Oh, I don't know. Well, don't keep roosters in the house. Uh, Conway. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, now. Uh, what is this uh, collection over here? Is that urine? Is that you going through urine tests? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I. It looks like somebody brought in jars of uh, nice. organs, maybe. Yeah, looks like there, it. There's these glass jars and... Ooh. Like, like pickling jars. Yeah, it looks like uh, rotten food. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex Stone's coming on talking about spring break travel. It's more expensive than ever before. That sucks. Tony McEwen, remember he uh, was on Fox for many, many years. He retired, and uh, he's come, He's going to call in. See, you're both excited about that. <laughs> and oh, yes. then uh, Dean Sharp is coming on. Oh, that's even better. Yes. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> But by the way, what happened to Channel Four? They let all those people go, yeah. Chuck Henry and all those reporters. Wow. Yeah, Fred Rose. That was a real left. cleaning out, wasn't it? Yeah. Big, big buyouts. I, you know what they I were? think it is? Yeah. Money. I, yeah. I, I think it's uh, people are getting their news uh, elsewhere. I hate to say it because, yeah. like, for instance, I, I, I'm not going to say which station I was watching, but I was watching <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago on a Saturday night, and the Monterey Park shooting happened at 10:15. It was wow. not on the 11 o'clock news. And I watched a, a variety show uh, for an hour and a half called Something Night Live. And it wasn't <laughs> on that either. So I went to bed and many people went to bed not knowing about that shooting until Sunday morning. Uh, oh, so bad. So yeah. Twitter and, and KFI, like news radio, I think are starting to dominate because of how quickly we can get news out there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they don't they don't break in with with news bulletins because they don't think anyone's looking to television for. There's nobody there. For, yeah, for, there's nobody there for breaking yeah. news. No, it's it, it's the, it's the, it's too bad because I love local TV news. You know, I mean, yeah, well, I understand. No, I know you do. You're always yeah. talking about the it. audiences have shrunk a lot. You used to have Paul Moyer on your show, didn't you? Yes, uh, Paul uh, Majors. Yeah, Paul, oh, I Majors. Paul Moyer was on your show. Paul Moyer came on once. 
Um, okay. Yeah, <laughs> but we had David Goldstein you have a on. A lot of people who oh, only came on once. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Was there a reason for that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one bad five minutes. Uh, <laughs> we've had Colleen Williams on. Colleen Sullivan, yeah, David Ono. Uh, who yeah, else? Do you we really have all had these quite guys. a lineup of news guys. Yeah, they're all pretty cool. They're all like local celebrities. All right, another one tonight. That's right. Ding, ding yeah. dong. Day, but but this, this guy uh, uh, Ewing, um, you know, he he uh, Tony Ewing was on for many years. Oh I yeah, think, 35, 40 yeah, years. I, I saw that. Right. And a long time. And they said when they said goodbye to him, they were on for like an hour and a half every time they went back to the news. It was to, about Tony McEwen. He was saying really, goodbye again. That means that they really loved him. See, I'd get sick of that about after about five minutes. <laughs> it's like you just say it once. I want to go home. Yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> I don't want to stand here for an hour on TV. And you know. it's fifty-five degrees out, and I'm wearing. A puffer jacket because I'm freezing. Yeah, you look <laughs> big dog. All right. Conway next. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Got the news. Love it. HD2 Los Angeles, Orange County Live Big everywhere ball. on the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.